This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award-winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. We got a bright, sunny, cold day out there. Oh, I've been thinking about bad guys. I've been thinking about the big bad. Oh, it is. I wouldn't want to be a big bad in a role-playing game. I actually the hardest the hard part is being the GM running the big bad in a role playing game. What I mean is trying to stay alive, trying to keep them alive is hard. It is it, it because you never realize how persistent players are going to be. I mean I mean it. It's it's unbelievable the extent they will go to to totally wipe the board of any adversaries. Unless you've, you've played, you know. People who haven't played don't realize, you know, the newbies who come in, they don't realize how hard it is to keep a bad guy, a big bad guy alive. I mean, yes, I can make provisions, but that doesn't mean they're going to stop trying to, you know, trying to get to them. I've seen games, I've seen like Champions games where they, they keep, I mean, the, we've had a battle in Champions with this bad guy who kept teleporting away and another character who kept following him because he could teleport too. And it just got ridiculous. You know, and they're, usually they're not going to be happy until, you know, the PCs aren't going to be happy until they're dead. So it makes it kind of hard as a GM to come up with a recurring bad guy. One you really have to think about and be able to adjust for the situation as far as like, what are their exit strategies? I mean, there's ways of doing it. For instance, you could have, they could have whatever minions they have double or triple the amount, say, at the final battle or something like that. Because there are, you know, there are a lot of bad guys who just, you know, throw the fodder at the characters so they can't get to them. Of course, in something like D&D, you do have a problem of magic. 
Now, if the big bad is a magic user or he has access to a magic user, that's that's good. But still, I've seen bad guys being taken out by one particularly well-placed spell at a distance. Also, those those well-placed spells that the player characters will have, they could also take out all the minions. I've had that happen too. So what do they do? So you've got when you think about a big bad, if you think about you want them to hang around for a while, what you have to do is just like almost I think you should go in the rule of three. Rules rule of threes. Have three different ways of him to get out out of there. Say they're fighting in this big ruins. One, he could have a secret hatch in the ruins that will lead out to get him out of there. Two, he will have tons of minions he can throw at him, or just keep throwing at him, to keep to get to to, to them. Of course, he, like I said, magic might might stop him. So magic might stop him from getting to the to the to the secret escape hatch. Another one is if they have if they are magic users and have access to magic users, things like scrolls and such, have contingency spells to either counterspell whatever I mean, oh, counterspell is a five E thing or a new new edition thing, but that you can manage it in an older edition. But you know, have either spells to counter whatever the other magic user is doing, or like a contingency spell, teleport without error, something like that. They can, you know, peace out right away, you know? That's what I'm saying. I know it's hard to do, but you do have to do that if you want this big bad to stick around for, you know, for however long. Uh, not many player characters, unless you're playing something like Champions, want to turn them over to the authorities. No, they'll just slit their throats right there. You know, you know what I'm saying? Player characters are like that. So, you know, that's something you have to think about when you're making a big bet. If if everything goes sideways, how do you get them out of there? How do they get out of it? I tried that with a game where I had a, a, my, a recent game where I had an ogre and his second-in-command was an Ogre Magi. And he tried to, he tried to do a, a, disintegr not a disintegration spell, but basically what he did was he, he had a way of teleporting. I can't remember the name of the spell, but it's basically turning into mist. You probably know what it is. I can't think of the name right now. And so the first thing he did, he turned into mist, and he went into the other room where the big bad ogre was and try and get behind him and maybe help. He could have he could have got out of there, but he didn't because of plot, because because game. But they ran, they followed him right in there and started doing that. And I know if he tried to get out of there using the same way, they'd follow him. They would follow him out of the dungeon or wherever they were. So, like I said, it, because the plan has to, be, has to be thorough enough so he can actually get out of there. Still, there's no, there's like that one percent chance that you know they'll take him down. But that's the risk you run being a GM so with your with your bad guys. So that that's something to 
to think about. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. I also have a Ko-fi page for single donations, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognar. Let me thank these people who give it to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. Here's some good podcasts out there. There's Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast. Uh, we've got Daniel Norton at the Bandits Key Podcast, Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large of the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.